0: And today's the day at the end of the service, we get, take up a special offering for strangers, orphans, and widows. And that is at the heart of God. And there's something special when you take care of strangers, orphans, and widows. And we're going to bless a, a lot of strangers that we've never met in Honduras, orphans, and some widows. Because how many know God is faithful? I mean, this church can make a difference all over the world. Can I get a loud amen? Let me just read as you're standing Deuteronomy 16, starting verse 13. And I'll dismiss the worship team. It says, you shall observe the Feast of Tabernacles seven days when you have gathered from your threshing floor and from your wine press. And you shall rejoice in your feast, and you and your son and your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, and the Levite, the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow who are within your gates. Seven days you shall keep a sacred feast to the Lord your God in the place which the Lord chooses, because the Lord your God will bless you in all your produce, and all your work of your hands, so that you shall surely rejoice. Three times a year all your males shall appear before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses, at the Feast of Unleavened Bread, at the Feast of Weeks, and the Feast of tabernacles, which is now, and they shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord, your God, which he has given you. Amen? All right, every hand lifted. God, may we leave here different than the way we came in. Have your way today, Jesus. Have your way today, Jesus. Have your way today, Jesus. Hearts are being healed right now. God's healing someone's body right now in the name of Jesus. He's a healer. He's a healer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give Jesus a shout of praise. Come on, shouting is it, the language of victory. Be seated. Come in, let's give the worship team a big hand. Come on, you can do better than that. Aren't they wonderful? All right, if you have your Bibles, turn to Mark chapter 1, verse 21. And I just want to read a passage of scripture, but I I want to give you my title before I go any further. And I know today is such a a great day on God's calendar and a great day for our church. But I want to give you my title and I want you to tell your neighbors, say, God has spoken and things have to change. Tell your other neighbors, say, God has spoken and things have to change. And I want to tell you kind of what God has been downloading to me so that I could deliver it to you today. There's a lot of times God will speak to you or you're obedient to God's word or God gives you a promise and sometimes you don't see it manifested immediately. And sometimes it's amazing God can give you a promise And things actually get worse before they get better. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever experienced that, but I've had times where God has given me a word and given me a promise, and it actually got worse before it got better. And I want you to understand this today. If God says it, if God has spoken it, it's got to change. Let me say it again. If God says it, it's got to change. If God says it, everything will change can i get a loud amen and mark chapter 1 verse 21 then they went into capernaum and immediately on the sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught and they were astonished at his teachings for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes now this is amazing jesus had a habit of going into synagogues on the sabbath now let me just say this i'm a big believer in attending church let me say it again. I'm a big believer that church is important. The Bible says we should not forsake the assembling together. There's a reason why we come together. Now, I know in a season where the world got comfortable watching church online, and every church has an online Facebook experience and a YouTube experience, and we have all those things, and it's wonderful. And there's times where you can't make it to church, and you can watch church on YouTube or watch it on Facebook. And, and, and that's amazing but it doesn't take away from us coming together there's something special about when we come together there's something so amazing when we come together when i'm on the front row there and i get to worship with pastor natalie and aj and pastor rob and deidra there's something so special when we worship together as believers of Jesus Christ. There's something so amazing when we celebrate what God's doing here in LA and around the world. There's something so amazing when we celebrate corporately together what God is doing. There's something so amazing when we get a word from God and our pastor or one of our pastors deliver it and it's a word just for us in that experience at that time. Now you can experience that somewhat online but there's nothing like being in the house of God. There's nothing like being in God's house. I love being in the house of God. Some of my best moments have happened at this church. Some of my best moments happened when I was praying at that altar. Some of the best moments happened when I was worshiping with Pastor Bill or Pastor Remy. Some of the greatest things happen when we're together here at church. We sharpen one another. We can't forget in the digital world we live in that we still need to come to church. We need to make church attendance a priority. Now, now, we give people a lot of opportunity. We have Sunday morning, 11 a.m., Sunday evening, 6 p.m., which is our Spanish service. And then we have Wednesday night, which is bilingual. It's an awesome service. It's a, actually, Wednesday night's one of my favorite services. Yeah. Sunday night's awesome, too. I mean, if you don't speak Spanish, you can still come. It's absolutely amazing. And you can learn. Come on, somebody. Come on. Dios le bendiga. Come on. You can learn. And, you know, if you're a young adult, you know, you can come to our Friday night service. It's for young adults. Now, if you're, you're, you're old and you want to come to the young adult service, don't be that guy. Come on, somebody. Don't be, look down your road. Look at that guy. Say, don't be that guy. (laughs) All right. It's for young adults. Come on, somebody. You say, what's that age? Well, I'd say 40 and under. Come on, somebody. So if you're 39 forever, then you can come. Come on. But Jesus made a priority to go to the synagogue. And Jesus' teachings were amazing. He just didn't teach. He taught with authority and power. And that's what the church is missing. A lot of churches are missing yeah. the authority and power. Yeah. This isn't just a place we come and perform and we do a show or we, we say this and we say that. This isn't, I'm not here to entertain you. Yeah. I'm not here to make you laugh all the time. You know what I mean? Because I'm funny, but I, I'm not here to make you laugh. I'm here to preach the word. Come on. And I'm here to preach the word with power and authority. We're here to see the blind eyes see. We're here yeah. to see the deaf hear. Yeah. We're here to see the lame walk. We're here to see souls saved. We're here to see God move supernaturally. This isn't entertainment. But but over the years, a spirit has creeped into the church where we're here to entertain people. Yeah. And, and the worship team is here to perform for you. That is not the case we're here to preach the unadulterated gospel of jesus christ with power and authority with no compromise we're saying this is the word of god and this is what god says but we live in such a world now where you preach the unadulterated word of god the uncompromised word of jesus you can be shunned by most christians yeah. that's too harsh Come on. no it's not that's the word see when you preach the word It's not you. It's the word. See, I believe that this word is absolutely true from Genesis to Revelation. It's the absolute word of God. But somehow we pick and choose what we want. And we wonder why we have no power and authority in our lives. Because we pick and choose the word of God in our lives. We got to preach the word. When they go to Tijuana, they're preaching the word. When they go to downtown L.A., they're preaching the word. You know, the word, the gospel is offensive. The Bible says it's a stumbling block to some. To others, it's the precious cornerstone. It is the rock of salvation. To some, it's a stumbling block. To others, it it is the precious cornerstone which our life is built upon. Now, I need to tell someone today. If the word, if the gospel, if Jesus is your cornerstone, you're building your house on the right foundation. The winds may come, the waves may come, and I'm here to tell you, you'll be safe and secure because Jesus is with you. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise right now if Jesus is your cornerstone. And verse 23 says this now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit and he cried out saying let us alone what have we to do with you jesus of nazareth did you come to destroy us i know who you are the holy one of god now this 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 verse you can just depict you can pick out so many powerful things first i'm just going to say he said let us alone you know that is the devil's theme, th- theme song. Let me alone. Don't preach the word like that. Don't challenge people to live holy. Just le- let me alone. See what the enemy doesn't realize if you're a believer of Jesus Christ, a believer of Jesus Christ, wherever you go, you're going to stir up the enemy. Let me say it again. Wherever you go, you're gonna make the enemy angry because you can't help it when you go to downtown LA you can't help but sharing the good news of Jesus Christ you can't help but showing love and compassion to somebody when you go to Tijuana you can't help but sharing the good news of Jesus Christ when you go to Honduras you can't help being a light in the darkness see wherever you go if you're a believer of Jesus you're gonna get the enemy mad at you You cannot leave him alone if you're a true believer of Jesus Christ. Because wherever you go, you offend him. Because what does light have to do with darkness? When light enters the room, darkness must flee. When you enter the room, darkness must go. When you enter into your workplace, darkness must go. When you enter into your house, darkness must go. When you enter into your family's dwelling, darkness must go. I'm the light. Come on somebody. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Woo. Man, I'm here to tell you. We make the enemy mad wherever we go. You go to, you go to the taco stand, you make the enemy mad. Because all of a sudden, you start talking about Jesus. Now, I want you to see this. He says, let us alone. And he said, "Have you come to destroy us, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. It's amazing that the devil and the demons know who God is. It's amazing how the devil knows who God is. It's amazing how the demons know who Jesus is. And there's a lot of people around us on a day-to-day basis that have no idea who Jesus is. I'm gonna say it again. There's a lot of people we come in contact with that don't know who Jesus is. That he is the holy one of God, that he is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Prince of Peace, the Day Spring, the Bread of Life, the lily of the valley, the bright morning star, the rose of Sharon. El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha the demons know who he is but I'm here to tell you a lot of your neighbors don't know who he is that's why you need to let your light shine you need to be a light to your neighbors Hmm. it's amazing darkness knows who the light is And darkness is afraid of the light. That's what's amazing. When I I talk to people that are being attacked demonically, I'm here to tell you that darkness has to flee. Even if it's attacking your life, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Come on. Every hand lifted. I come against darkness, I come against every demonic attack over your life right now and I cancel it out in the name of Jesus. I declare greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Yeah. Yeah. If God be for you, who could be against you? Verse 25 says, "But Jesus rebuked him, saying, be quiet and come out of him." Mm. If you actually look a little bit more of the original translation, it means, the be quiet means to be muzzled. To be muzzled. I'll give you my translation. Shut up. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, say, you need to start telling the devil to shut up. Let me tell it for anyone that just speaks Spanish. You need to tell Diablo, (laughs) callate. Can I get a loud amen? the devil to shut up somebody's been letting the devil speak to in their ear way too long the devil's been telling you lies way too long tell the devil to shut up in the name of Jesus you have no right here you have no authority here you have no say here shut up in the name of Jesus shut up shut up Be quiet and come out of him. Now this, this is what, this is what Jesus says. And then something really unusual happens. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him, shaken him, and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. I find this so interesting. The enemy knows his time is up. Jesus says, shut up, get out. But on the way out, the devil shakes him, convulses him. And there's a loud cry. And I want to encourage somebody with this Today A lot of times God will give you a word God will give you a promise God will tell you something It's 100% true Let me say it again If God says it, it's true Let me say it again If God says it, it's true That should get some more amens If God says it, it's true And If God has spoken and things see God has spoken and things have to change so if God says it things got to change but the enemy wants to be a little tricky from time to time and on his way out he wants to cause you a little confusion and so sometimes situations seem bad right after a promise Before they begin to get better and I want you to know all it is is the enemy trying to make one last attempt to confuse you make one last attempt to put doubt in you to make one last attempt to tell you God can't do it actually what's happening though if you see the big picture he's just on his way out and he's just on his way out in the name of Jesus Let me give you the big picture one more time if God says it if God says it, if God says it, if Jesus says it, if God's given you a promise, if God's given you a word, if God's given you something to stand on, the enemy is scared, afraid, on the run, and all he's going to do is try to shake you on the way out. And then, Wes, this is what you got to say. Man, that's your last shake because it's over now in the name of Jesus. That's your last shake because it's over now in the name of Jesus. That's your last shake. It's over now in the name of Jesus. Because God has spoken and things have to change. So this is when I get my last, God gives me a promise. God gives me a word. And there's that last shake. I start to Praise. I start to worship I start to dance I start to sing if you looked at this situation it almost looks like the man gets worse before he gets better and a lot of times that little shake may seem worse than what you started with but it's just the enemy leaving because he can't stay because Jesus said you're out of here and so, when Jesus says, shut up, you're out of here, the enemy will try to shake one last time. A lot of times, when you, uh, some people that I've seen this hunting from time to time, you'll kill an animal, and that deer or whatever you shoot, or maybe you kill a snake out in the uh, wilderness shake one last time but they're already dead it's just a convulsion see the enemy hmm, I gotta dance a little bit cuz I've had this happen to me way too many times the enemy is defeated the enemy is defeated because death couldn't hold him down death couldn't hold Jesus down and the enemy is defeated And all he can do is when God gives you a word is shake a little bit because he's on his way out in the name of Jesus. And I'm here to tell someone today what you're experiencing is just a little shaking while the enemy exits that situation i'm here to tell someone else today that shaking is just the enemy exiting your problem that shaking is just the enemy leaving your home that shaking is the enemy leaving your kid's life that shaking is the enemy leaving your body in the name of jesus hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. if god has spoken God has spoken and things have to change in Deuteronomy 14 26 and I'm not gonna read this long and you shall spend the money for whatever your heart desires for oxen or sheep for wine or similar drink for whatever your heart desires you shall eat therefore before the Lord your God and you shall rejoice you and your household there's a promise from God and this is what God showed me for the people today That we're going to bless strangers, orphans, and widows. I saw five promises when you take care of strangers, orphans, and widows. The first one is oxen. Tell your neighbor oxen. That was the work animal of the Old Testament. It represents your substance, your livelihood, your shelter, your financial health. If your deepest need is financial, celebrate this feast today. There's someone here that your livelihood's getting ready to change in the name of Jesus. Your job situation is getting ready to change in the name of Jesus. Your finances, your oxen are getting ready to change in the name of Jesus. Somebody's getting another house. Somebody's getting a better house because God is able. Come on, somebody. Come on, give him praise right now if you believe that. God began to speak to, the, to me yesterday about this if you take care of strangers orphans and widows i'll bless you i'll take care of your finances because god wants you to be a river of blessing not a pond of blessing we're blessed to be a blessing so god blesses us not just to keep it god blesses us to bless others so say oxen The next one is sheep. This was the source of both food and clothing. It represents your necessities. God will never let you go without essentials. There's someone here praying for your kid to have the right outfit for school, the right clothes for school. And I'm here to tell you, God will never, He's I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen them begging for bread god will meet your needs according to his riches and glories can i get a loud amen Amen. if your deepest if your deepest anxiety is about day-to-day details of life celebrate this feast i see so many people anxious for so many things i'm here to tell you don't be anxious trust in the lord The next one is wine. This is a symbol of joy flowing from the fruit of the spirit. God has committed to growing you spiritually. If your greatest struggle is emotional or spiritual, deepen your soul and your feelings. Celebrate this feast. Strong drink. This was used for healing. It's a picture of God's healing power in your life. If your greatest need is medical, celebrate this feast. And the last one is whatever your soul desires, God wants you to give you the longing of your heart. Hallelujah. Me and Natalie have done this over a number of years, given to this. And God has amazed me. You can never outgive God. And there's something supernatural when you take care of strangers, orphans, and widows. And I just want to show you a couple of things. You know, The enemy is such a liar. There was a a woman, I don't know if we have that picture, the first woman I ever prayed for when we were in El Salvador. She was blind. God told me before I left for this trip, He said, you're going to see blind eyes open. That's what He told me. He said, I promise you, you're going to see blind eyes open. I said, God, I'm ready. I remember when I went to pray for this woman, I remember the enemy whispering in my ear, What if nothing happens? God told me to pray for it. Pray, God said, you'll pray for blind eyes and they'll open. God gave me a word. Then the enemy started lying to me. What if nothing happens? What if nothing happens? And a lot of times the enemy probably is lying to some of you. What if nothing happens? What if nothing happens? Let me tell you god desires obedience over sacrifice and let me tell you god is not a man that he should lie he is always faithful to his word i remember praying for this woman and we prayed for her not once but twice and god opened her eyes i never met her once but that crusade changed her entire life she came in blind but now she left, she could see. Now I'm here to tell you, that happened because this church gave. We blessed a stranger that none of us here know. And her life was completely changed. Her life was completely changed. There was another boy, and I tell this story all the time. That's, him, that's his mother to the left next to Deidre. I never met him. He was a stranger. His mother was a stranger. He was blind from birth. Blind from birth. We prayed for him. God opened his eyes. And it's amazing. God told me before the trip. He said, you're going to see blind eyes open. I said it in the service. And we started to see it. Not just me, but other people. This family was impacted forever because of us not because of me because of us because we all gave to help people in need we will always be a church that helps people in need but the enemy will always try to lie to you before the promise is fulfilled he tries to do that last shake and I'm declaring everyone stand to your feet bring the worship team back I'm declaring these promises over your life I'm declaring I want everyone just to lift your hand I'm declaring that your livelihood will be blessed I declare you're getting a promotion. I declare you're getting a raise. I declare that God has given you a better job. I declare that God will sustain you in your job. I declare that your finances are going to be blessed. As you give to bless strangers, orphans, and widows. I declare that your sheep, your source of food and clothing, your necessities, the things that bring anxiety, the day-to-day stuff, that God will meet them according to his riches and glory. I believe you're going to have new joy in this season. As you give to blessed strangers, orphans, and widows. I believe that. If you've been in an emotional battle. God's going to give you great joy. If you've been in a season of depression. God's bringing you out of that depression. If you've been in a, 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 a ditch a canyon of depression god is going to begin to lift you up god's going to deliver you out of depression right now god's going to deliver you out of fear and anxiety and worry he's a deliverer who the sun sets free is free indeed I believe god's going to touch your body Physically, as you bless strangers, orphans, and widows. And this is the one I've seen God move so deeply in. Whatever your soul desires, the longing of your heart, God's hearts to bless the stranger, the orphan, and the widow. And I heard God saying this to me yesterday. If you'll sow into what's important to my heart I'll invest in what's important to your heart he's faithful the story after story we could tell you from our crusades of how God has blessed so many people orphans and widows and strangers people we've never met and what we're doing in Honduras we're going to bless so many people Now, this is the day we prepared to take up a special offering. And this is the day the Lord said three times a year, we don't come empty-handed. So the ushers are going to come forward. I want everyone just to take a moment. I want the worship team just to lead us in a song. Let's worship God before we give. So ushers, don't give yet. Don't start passing the baskets. Let's worship together. Everybody lift your hands. If you're making a check, you can put so on it. If you're giving online, there's a way to give. There's a drop-down menu that will say strangers, orphan, widows, so you can give online. But let's just worship God right now for all he's done. Lift up your offering. Whether you're giving online, lift up your phone. If you're giving in person, lift up your offering envelope. This is something holy that God asks us to do three times a year. I want to speak a blessing over you and your family. This is a holy moment. The Bible says, Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given you. Thank you, Lord. high may this start a chain reaction in your life may being obedient to the Word of God start a chain reaction in your life may this offering change you and your family's life forever May you be a channel of blessing, a river of blessing. May your vats overflow with blessing. As you seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. I speak a blessing over you and your family. As you're faithful I believe those promises are for you today I believe there's someone here that has a longing in their heart for a long time and this offering to bless strangers orphans and widows will unlock something God showed me yesterday as I was studying and praying that God was going to unlock the darkness The thing that was holding someone back for so long, God said, I was going to unlock it today. I was going to set the captive free. I was going to unlock, God says, I'm going to unlock that darkness off your life. It will no longer hold you back. That you will run towards Jesus all the days of your life. Holy Spirit, begin to speak to people what to give. spirit begin to move supernaturally here today this offering is to bless strangers orphans and widows in the nation of honduras we believe for an overflow overflow i speak that your job you'll be blessed at your job You'll be blessed at your home. You'll be blessed in every area of your life. They will rise up and call you blessed. As we give today, we break darkness off people's lives. As we give today, we see souls saved. As we give today, we see people healed and delivered. As we give today, we see lives changed for eternity. As we give today, we see darkness leave and light enter. As we give today, we rebuke the devourer and we declare the favorable year of the Lord. We declare eternity matters. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Right now, I want everyone to give together as the ushers go by, and and then we're going to worship together. After you give, lift your hands to heaven. I pray that God lights you on fire today for Jesus. I pray for a fresh fire in you and your family. I pray that fire continue to burn all the days of your life. Fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire. Hallelujah. Now, right now, if you need to be saved, today is the day of salvation. If you say, I need to rededicate my life to Jesus, be saved for the first time, lift your hands right now. Say, it's me. I need to give my life to Jesus see those hands say this with me. say Jesus forgive me of my sins come into my life and live I give you everything I love you Jesus I believe you died for my sins I believe you rose three days later with power and authority You raise your hand. I would love for you to see one of the pastors up here front after service. We're gonna open up these altars for prayer. But every hand lifted one last time, and I want you to say this: Say, God has spoken. Say it with authority. Say, God has spoken. Say, God has spoken, and things have to change. God has spoken. And things have to change. God has spoken, and things have to change. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give Jesus praise. If you need prayer, we'd love to pray for you as the worship team leads us. Yeah. Yeah. If the stars were made to worship so a